You're listening to Balanced Broads with your hosts, Erica and Sage. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to our brand new podcast, Balanced Broads. This is something that has been in the works for a long time now, and honestly, I can't believe it's finally happening. My name is Sage, and I am one of your broads. And I'm Erica. I'm the other broad. We figured for our first episode, it would be a good idea to give you guys a little insight on who we are and what we're all about. So let's get started with some facts about ourselves, yeah? Let's do it. All right, so I'm 26 years old. I'm from Southern California. I am a huge cat lady. I have two cats at home that I share with my boyfriend, and we are honestly so obsessed with them. They're like our children, basically. We spoil them too much. I love reading, working with crystals and tarot cards, and pretty much all things wellness and mental health because I'm super vocal about my own struggles and just want to help others as much as I can. Um, This podcast has been a really long time coming, and I couldn't imagine doing this with anyone other than my co-host, Sage. So Sage, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? All right, so I am 22 years old, born and raised also in Southern California. I still live here with my Texas-raised boyfriend, so Texas has really become my second home at this point. I'm seriously always there. I am a huge animal lover. I have a huge golden retriever at my home, and my other dog and 17-year-old cat that are back at my parents are also my loves. I love makeup and fashion, and I'm also a huge advocate for the LGBTQ community, and that is something I have and always will be really passionate about. I also struggle with severe anxiety and an autoimmune disease, and am also very vocal with that and just kind of what I deal with on the daily. I am so excited to start this journey with you all and show you even more who I am and what I'm about. So without further ado, let's get into the first episode, starting with our first segment, the good news. Okay, guys, so we created this segment because it feels like every time you go on the news, it's some kind of awful tragedy or scary politics. And we decided for our podcast, we're going to try our hardest not to be another source of all the bad news that you're going to hear about anyways. But we want to try and restore your faith in humanity with some of our favorite good news stories from goodnewsnetwork.org. All right, so the first story makes me so happy. Like we said, this is from the goodnewsnetwork.org. Delaware becomes first U.S. state to achieve no-kill status for shelter pets. Delaware has officially become the first and only no-kill U.S. state for shelter pets. According to the Best Friends Animal Society, which is the only national animal welfare organization dedicated to ending the euthanization of shelter animals, a state is considered to be a, quote, no-kill if it is able to save at least 90% of the animals that enter its shelters. The nonprofit helped Delaware to achieve the historic milestone by collaborating with state shelters and government officials to implement several animal control tactics that have been proven to improve adoption rates and curb shelter intakes. With 59 different, quote, no-kill communities in the state, 11,900 animals were saved from being euthanized. Since Best Friends is aiming to make the United States a no-kill country by 2025, that's awesome, they hope that more state legislators and U.S. communities will follow Delaware's examples. Currently, the United States has a save rate of 76% with over 4,300 communities identified as, quote, no-kill regions. That makes me so happy. 
That's amazing. I honestly didn't know that they were the only U.S. state I to didn't have either. this. I didn't either. And that, although that's like kind of sad because I really had no idea, that's awesome that they're at least making a an effort, right? Yeah. So, I mean, we're going somewhere. And by 2025, that is not a long time to have us be a complete no-kill country. Um, but on here, it actually says that the states with the highest rates of sheltered deaths are Texas and California. Which we, I mean, we're both from California. <laughs> know, You're pretty much from Texas at this point. I know. That's so sad. It's so it's so sad, obviously. But, like, it's so sad that we don't know this information. Mm-hmm. Like, I would have, I, I honestly thought that California was already no-kill. Mm-hmm. I guess it's maybe just, like, some cities or some certain, like... Areas. Yeah, that, and that's no-kill. And I think, no like, they said a lot can, like, say that they're no-kill, but they actually are. Yeah. So, which it's is... probably a gray area. Yeah, which is so sad, but we're so happy and thankful for Delaware for taking the initiative and finally becoming a no-kill state, so that's super awesome. All right, our second good news story is about plastic bag sales dropping by 90% in England since they introduced a five pence charge in 2015. This article says sales of plastic bags at the seven biggest retail chains in England have fallen by 90% since the nation's five pence charge was introduced in 2015. The average person in England now buys just 10 bags a year from the main supermarket retailers compared with 140 bags in 2014 before the charge was introduced. The total for single-use plastic bag sales reported by all all large retailers in 2018 and 2019 fell 37% compared with the previous year. This is not the only initiative launched by the UK to tackle plastic waste. The government also approved a world-leading ban on microbeads in January 2018, and they only recently confirmed a ban on the supply of plastic straws stirs and cotton buds which will go into full effect in april 2020. the uk is also set to introduce a new world leading tax on any plastic packaging that does not meet a minimum threshold of at least 30 percent recycled content from april 2022. so that's that's pretty crazy yeah the uk knows what they're doing we just need to follow in their footsteps at this point i mean i feel like just from us charging for plastic bags now I feel like it's definitely gone down a lot here too, but that's awesome how much it's, you said 90%, right? Yeah, 90%. And then how it said the average person now uses 10 bags a year versus 140 from the year before, like that's a huge difference. I know. It's insane to think about before how much we were actually using plastic bags. Like think about when you were a kid. Oh my God. And then you just throw them away. You'd literally use them once and throw it away. And and now it's like painful when you think about it. Actually, in Mexican households, (laughs) we have bags on bags. (laughs) We did too, actually. We we had literally a basket in our pantry. And it was like bags within bag within a bag Uh within a bag. And whenever you need a bag, it's right there. But then you would throw it away. So it's still the same thing. Yeah. But I would say, though, in my house too, it was never like a single use. Yeah. We were definitely... It was at least twice, depending on what you're putting in there that second time. You're breaking it. But... (laughs) I never really use plastic bags anymore. No, and I feel like the the stores that I shop at, like I went to Trader Joe's, what, yesterday actually, mm-hmm. and um, we brought our own bags, but we of course ended up buying more than we planned. Did you just buy one? So we actually got one, but it was paper. 
Oh, nice. So, like, of course, you know, it's still not perfect, but I don't, I don't feel like a lot of places are using plastic anymore. They're switching the paper. No, tar- I mean, Target still does. Yeah, Target. Get your shit together, Target. I know. I never really buy... I, I, I try to bring my bags to Target, at least. Yeah. Because they don't have a lot. Sometimes, Unless I can't literally physically carry it all, I will either not use a bag or just bring my own, if I don't forget. Or at least try to carry everything back to your car. All we're asking shame. is just to try. <laughs> try like, your best. Bring your bags. Bring your bags. Carry it. Bring someone with you to help carry if you don't want to bring or your own bags. Or just bring your cart all the way back to your car. Yeah, and just then... put it in the trunk. And just make a few extra trips. You get exercise and you're helping the planet. Totally worth it. Exactly. Because now maybe U.S. can follow in the U.K.'s footsteps. Hopefully. We need to. We need to because we're running out of time. <laughs> so let's just get on it. So our third and final good news story is another one that makes me really happy. California becomes first state to ban fur trapping, saving animals and taxpayer dollars. California just became the first U.S. state to ban the practice of fur trapping. The state's newly approved Assembly Bill 273 prohibits the trapping of any fur-bearing mammal or non-game mammal for purposes of recreation or commerce in fur. It also bans the sale of raw fur and eliminates the licenses of fur dealers and agents. The legislation, which was signed by Governor Gavin Newsom earlier this week, is expected to benefit thousands of native species such as foxes, coyotes, beavers, badgers, and mink. It was approved by 39 in the Senate and 51-19 in the State Assembly. All right. It says fur trapping in California is currently done on an extremely small scale, but hundreds of fur bearing animals have been trapped each year. So their pelts can be sold for a profit overseas. In 2017, a total of 133 trapping licenses were sold to fur trappers in California, generating approximately $15,000 for the Department of Fish and Wildlife, which is just a fraction of the financial resources required to oversee the industry. So this is pretty groundbreaking for us. Mm -hmm. I mean, I personally don't have anything that's fur or, like, leather. Yeah, I don't think I have anything that's fur. I might have leather from, mm-hmm. like, bags and stuff. Yeah. But ever since I've, like, tried to be more conscious of it... Me too. I kind of realize it's everywhere. It's really sad when you think about it. I started to, yeah, be more, like, conscious about it and only, from now on, purchasing things that aren't made from animals. But when you actually like research it it's so sad animals are used for literally everything and it's so not fair and it's everywhere like Mm -hmm. i went into target and looked for fake eyelashes and there was mink and i was like that's disgusting i don't want to put that on my eyes mink yeah it's disgusting i've never used mink eyelashes i think it's i've always thought it was like really gross i mean i'm not gonna judge someone for doing I, i never judge someone for doing something that i don't agree with but I do try, like, try to educate when I can, at least. Yeah, but we don't judge per se. We but don't we judge, will but gently we will... encourage you to change your ways. <laughs> we will gently never talk to you again. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, I definitely probably I don't I don't really don't know if I have anything leather or fur in my closet. You're I, if really I, good about that. Yeah, if I did, it would I would have probably donated it by now. Yeah, I do think I think donating it is okay though. Because I mean, I, you already bought it. I think you, know? you already bought it. The animal already died. Like. Yeah. 
I'm not supporting it anymore, but at least it's getting like as much use as it possibly could and you're not going out and buying another one. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to just yeah. throw it away because then it's like that animal's pain was for nothing. Exactly. And people are always like, well, it's already dead, so you might as well just buy it. But I'm like, okay. But you could say the same thing about like me and dairy and like, okay, well, the animal already suffered. It's like, yeah, but then another one's going to suffer mm-hmm. because you're buying it and the next person's buying it. So... Even if you're one person, you're still making a difference. It's all about the demand. Exactly. What you buy, they will provide more of. Exactly. And all these super luxury, um, you know, companies, you know, Gucci, Chanel, everyone, literally everyone uses so much animal product. And it's, it's just, really disgusting. Yeah, it's really disgusting and it's really sad. And I hope more changes like this are on the way because I think this is super awesome at least we're going uh, forward and not going backwards and that is all we can ask for right yay California I know What we preach about on here is living a balanced life, hence balanced broads. That means with every wellness and self-love day, you also need to indulge in some good old celebrity gossip that may not be life-changing, but is so damn fun to talk about, right? The celeb topics we're going to cover this week for you are Justin and Haley finally had their wedding ceremony, Gigi Hadid saving the day after a YouTuber tries to crash the Chanel fashion show, Mike Johnson blabbering about him and Demi's relationship, and Prince Harry blasting British press with legal action. Let's get right into it, starting with the Bieber wedding. All right, this one, I mean, they are already legally married. They've been married for, for a while, right? A, a year, it's actually. Been a year. Officially a year. It's kind of surprising that I honestly didn't think they'd last this long already. Yeah, me either. So they last year got their um, marriage license. So they're officially married already, but they wanted to have like their actual wedding ceremony. I think they had it in South Carolina. Mm -hmm. Do uh, do they have a connection with her? I have no clue. I'm surprised they didn't get do it in like Canada. Yeah, I don't think there's any connection there because isn't Haley from like LA? Yeah, and then he's from yeah. That's weird. I don't know. Maybe they just liked the area, or they had something. They want to get there. away from. Yeah, or maybe they wanted it to be so secretive as it was mm-hmm. that they wanted to take away like okay, it's definitely not California, definitely not Canada, because that's where they expect it to be. Exactly. Yeah, they didn't announce where it was, right? I don't think so. No. That's surprising that they're still with some kind of paparazzi with them not disclosing any information as we as far as we know where it was that's really impressive on the paparazzi's yeah, head yeah they they have to have had some kind of tip i mean the, yeah i mean there's that they always probably, sources or you who think that they over. probably like visited the venue maybe you know before yeah, they get someone they like you like there's so many things like a worker could have seen and told their person yeah, told their exactly. person and then got paid off like you never know but um this was so private that we don't even have an article <laughs> like we to don't read have off anything of to go off because of. they're the only articles we really saw were just like pictures like the two pictures that have been posted on Justin's um, account did Haley post anything I don't think so as of right now she hasn't um, but she normally takes a little bit longer to to post things but yeah. really the only information I have to go off of is things that I've read off of Twitter mm-hmm. um, one of the things I've read is where they got married was a hotel in South Carolina. I was going to say South California. No, <laughs> that's South not right. South California. Um, they got married at like a hotel I in South Carolina. I heard it was like $760 a night or something. Super, to stay there. super expensive. And I, I saw some pictures, but I mean, 
it has to be prettier than it looks, I'm thinking. Yeah, and we know, like, a few celebrities. We know that some of the Smiths were there. Like, we saw Jaden, and Kylie was there. Of course. Chris. She looks beautiful. Kendall. Corey was there with Chris. Well, Chris, Corey, that's how they met, right? Through Justin. Did they? Yeah, Corey Gamble and Justin are friends, and I'm pretty sure that's how Chris and Corey met. If I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure that's how they met. Do you know, like, how they were no. friends? That's really... There has to be some kind of, like, business. Business, type yeah. What, what, is, what does Corey even do? <laughs> I literally know nothing about him other than no that. No clue. No one cares about Corey. It's kind of annoying. Um, but, yeah, we saw they were there, and that Kylie... Have you noticed that whenever Kylie goes to, like, uh, an event, she always leaves that night? She never spends the night. It's Polly for Stormy. Well, that, yeah, and... I guess if I was that rich, I probably would want to sleep in my own bed every night. Yeah, why not just private jet it back? Yeah, why not charter a plane? (laughs) I mean, I could do that any day. But, yeah, I think it was super pretty. Oh, and you were wanting to talk about her entrance, right? Yes, so I saw a picture on Twitter, you guys, um, because this has been so secretive. And I want to show um, Sage, because I haven't showed her, but I found this picture of Haley walking under this tent to to the chapel, and this is so like the paparazzi can't get a picture of her dress. So Sage, just like look at this picture. It's honestly hilarious. <laughs> I mean, kudos. I'm gonna do that at my wedding. The paparazzi is just gonna be insane. Could you imagine? It's this huge tent. It's, I mean, big enough for like a dance floor to be underneath <laughs> it. There are four men in suits. Looks carrying like actually it? one woman maybe. Okay. Um, but they're her. carrying the, t- carrying the tent. basically carrying her. Just imagine her underneath. Like, she's just... Just shuffling going, Shuffling underneath. underneath, trying not to... That's funny. I mean, like, we have no idea what her dress looks like. I mean, this is actually pretty, pretty smart. smart. We saw what... I mean, it's like... When it, what did T. Swift? She went in a suitcase, remember? Oh, God, yes. <laughs> she could have done that. I mean, if you can fit into a suitcase, you might as well just go in the suitcase. Yeah, I mean, I... That's hilarious. But she... We've seen the uh, rehearsal dinner picture. Did you see that? On the she boat, right? She looked so stunning. Super She's pretty. She's so just, like, chic and beautiful and just elegant. Like, she's so... Mm-hmm. She, like, carries herself so well. And I just think she's so beautiful and well-spoken. She really doesn't talk much at all, which is probably why she's never, like, in tabloids. I mean, other than the whole Justin thing. But yeah. her saying anything or doing anything because she doesn't really talk at all. But I'm so excited. I think they'll probably do, like, a Vogue exclusive for her. Oh, they have to. Right. For the Beavers, mm-hmm. this is, like, the wedding of the century. Yeah. This is, like, our royalty. It literally, which <laughs> is really This is all sad. we have. But <laughs> They're all I, we have. <laughs> but I think they'll probably do something like that. And that's probably why they were super, like, private. Because they're going to do some kind of, like, Vogue exclusive something. And that's going to be, like, our first. Yeah. You know, I actually saw on Twitter, too, that... Um, you know, normal people who had booked stays at that hotel for that weekend, they weren't told that, you know, the wedding of the century was going to be held there. So the pool area, like the sauna area, the, you know, all of those amenity areas were blocked off for this weekend and guests weren't told until they arrived that they wouldn't have access. That's so shitty. And I don't think that they were even told like, you know, you don't have access because the beavers are getting married here. But I'm sure they were probably gotten gotten a little bit of cash for that yeah that's that's shitty i mean and how do they not like look from their room that's that's what i I was gonna say it sounds kind of shitty but if i were to get some cash for that and if i were to be able to look out of my window and see the wedding happening i think i'd be kind of down do you think they had to sign like ndas probably because i mean 
Imagine if you can see from your window their wedding. What would stop you from yeah. taking out your phone and just taking Unless pictures? it's far enough away and they just, like, have it blocked out. I mean, I don't know. Like, all those celebrities there, there has to be some crazy security. Like, those are A++++ people who are, like, not safe if they're around just, like, in the open. So, I think they probably had it down to a T. And they probably did have to sign, like, NDAs, which is so crazy and, like, kind of exciting for them. Like, I'd be like, ooh, I can sign an NDA. Even if I don't get to see them at any point, any of the celebrities, I think that that would be the story of my lifetime. You're you're like, I was sitting in my room (laughs) while they were outside the room and I didn't get to see them. But they were getting married. I felt their present near me, you guys. And I didn't get to go in the pool, but it was worth it. (laughs) I got sick from being in my room for three days straight, but it's like totally (laughs) fine because I was near them. No, yeah, but... I mean, that's cute. Like, I'm happy for them, and even though it was kind of pointless, but I guess they just want to, like, celebrate their love. Yeah, I mean, they're they're a pretty cute couple. Maybe maybe they'll make it a few more years. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to wish any, like, Selena. bad karma on them, but... No, yeah. You know, it's just really young. But anyways, um, they're cute. Yeah, they're fine. They're cute. Yeah. They're both beautiful. Gorgeous. I'm just excited for, like, the posts that are coming our way. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So... You know, Haley is so secretive and she doesn't mm-hmm. really post too much besides like her model shots. Justin, on the other hand, is super, super like extra, cool. extra, extra about mm-hmm. his Instagram. Like he will post like, like page <laughs> long captions. Yeah. No periods, but <laughs> yeah. on sentences. So, I mean, I'm wondering, okay, let's, let's do a bet. Okay. When do you think Justin is going to post on Instagram, like his super long caption? Cause he's already posted a picture. Yeah. But like the Justin post, that's going to be like, the I typical Justin so post. Pa, 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 pa. He's going to yeah. describe the setting, the sun. <laughs> he's going to describe his friends, his family yeah. there. I so think, let's, um, let's bet on that. I'm going to say by the end of this week, like by, fr- week. by Friday, I think he'll have posted. Something. Okay. Okay. I'm going to say like... I'm going to give him more time and say, like, mid-next week. Mid-next week? Okay. I'm, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and hope that he hangs in there and just, you know... Chills? Yeah. Like, enjoy your your post-wedding glow with your wife and get off of Instagram. Do you think by next episode he'll have posted? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Um, yeah, okay. I'll say by next episode. That's what we're going to talk about. <laughs> okay, and I'm going to say by the end of this... I'm going to say by the end of this week, so we'll, we'll let you know. But yeah. they looked amazing. They looked beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah, and speaking of absolutely beautiful people, let's talk about Gigi Hadid and that drama. Gigi Hadid saves the day after prankster crashes Chanel's fashion show, says E! News. There was a catwalk crasher at Chanel's Paris Fashion Week show on Tuesday. During the finale, a prankster jumped up onto the runway at the Grand Palais and started walking with the other models. The intruder, who's been identified as YouTuber and comedian Marie Benolil, I'm pretty sure that's how you say it, attempted to blend in by wearing a black and white tweed suit and baller hat. However, she didn't fool anyone, especially Gigi Hadid. While security rushed to seize the crasher, Hadid took matters into her own hands. The 24-year-old model blocked the prankster from running off and proceeded to escort her off the stage. Even with a cameo, the show was still a success. Spectators enjoyed viewing all of the ready-to-wear looks from the brand brand spring-summer 2020 women's wear collection. This was so annoying. So, 
okay, this video you sent me and I watched it earlier. It's insane. Like, if you haven't seen this video, it's on E! News. Just go to their website. Real fast. Or anywhere. Like, literally. Or literally any. Just Twitter. Google. Just Google Gigi Hadid right now. It'd probably come up. Yeah. Um, it's insane. Okay, these models look like they're in a gang and they're about to kill her. Mm-hmm. Which is probably well-deserved for crashing a runway show. Yeah, I thought it was... So, I was curious to see if you thought it was, like, funny. Not at all. Yeah, I thought it was so annoying. And it just... This whole, like... I'm a prankster YouTuber. Like, that's your job. Like, stop. Like, your job is just to ruin things for people. Like, these ruin other people's day. Like, worked so hard on this. The designers, like, are so excited to show their new collection. This is, like, a big ordeal, and you're just trying to be an ass. It's really sad, honestly. It it was just dumb, and it's kind of annoying that she's going to get all this, like, clout from it. Even if it's not good, she's still getting more, probably, she probably gained a bunch of followers, like, yeah, subscribers. Yeah, I mean, people over here have never heard of this girl, and I've already searched her, her Instagram. I'm not looking up her YouTube, because I am not giving her views. Yeah. But I have searched her Instagram, because I wanted to see what she's about, and, like, honestly, she just looks like the most annoying YouTuber, the mm-hmm. one who, like, pulls those stupid pranks that aren't even really that funny, but they just get the views. Like the Jake Paul of... Paris. You know who I was thinking of? Do you know who Lily Pons is? Yeah, she's annoying. I hate her. She would always do the one where, like, she would, like, purposely trip or, like, drop milk oh, or yeah, something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those drive me crazy. But, I mean, I'm like, it was like funny a, once. She's like a celebrity now, basically, Lily. Yeah, I heard she was, like, super mean, though. I could imagine. And, like, it. really terrible to people. I feel like you have to have, like, a sort of evil heart. Like, I don't give a shit about you or anybody. It's selfish. I just care about, like, my views. Yeah, yeah. I heard she's just, like, all she cares about is how many freaking views she gets on her videos but yeah going back to that I just thought it was so stupid pointless and just like ruined that whole thing but it to be honest though it kind of gave the Chanel show some uh extra clout because we weren't didn't know anything or that it was going on and now we saw it yeah I mean it was in Paris right so like us normal people don't really keep up with Paris fashion week and we don't know these like runway shows but Mm -hmm. like the fact that this happened and was caught on video with Gigi. So many videos. I know. And then, yeah, that was the best part about it was that Gigi freaking escorted her out before the security could get to her. She looks so scared. And I would not think, like, to be scared of Gigi Hadid. Like, you know, she's just this... She's probably, like, really tall but very tiny. Like, you could mm-hmm. snap her like a twig. But the way that she looked in this video, like, I was intimidated. I would be scared to be escorted off. I'd be like, I'm sorry. And then be surrounded by all of these models who are staring you down. Yeah, they looked like they were mad. And she didn't even look, no offense, but she didn't even look good either. I was like, girl, what are you wearing? She like, looked terrible. I was like, your shoes are terrible. They literally look like blocks. Like, it. Just, this was not cute. This was not funny. Like, you didn't do anything right. It just looked bad. And kudos to the models that were walking because they did not blink an eye. They that just is kept, a true model. They just kept going. She, like... Stopped for a second and then just kept on going. They didn't even... They weren't phased or like, I'm not messing this up. They just do their job and they're like, you know what? This girl's going to get what's hers and I'm just going to keep on keep on walking. Keep on keeping on. I wonder, though, if this is like a crime. I was thinking that too. Like, is that trespassing? That's what I would think. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I have no idea. <laughs> well, we don't know. Also, we don't know French laws. True. So it could be, it, I feel like it'd probably be more strict. I would think it's more strict over there too. Cause I mean, people in America with YouTube, we do the craziest shit. Yeah. Like look at freaking like Jake Paul, David Dobrik and all that. Exactly. They like lighthouses on fire and they're just like, hey, here's a million dollars. Like yeah. it's not. So 
We'll see. I feel like it, that she could probably get arrested for trespassing, and rightfully so, because this was, like, really freaking annoying. It was really bad, so I hope that she gets something coming to her, honestly. Me too. I'm so dumb. trespassing boundaries, let's talk about Mike Johnson possibly trespassing relationship boundaries with Demi Lovato. So if you guys don't know, Mike Johnson is from um, the last season of Bachelorette on Hannah's season, and he got pretty far. He even got to like, what what country did they go to? Scandinavia? Something random like that. <laughs> I don't know, but I think he was in the top five, right? No? Something like that. Yeah, he was really... Uh, definitely top ten. He was definitely top ten. He was really close to getting to the to the end there, but um, he ended up getting, being sent home. But he's a fan favorite because he's so cute. His smile is so precious. So he's been getting a lot of celebrity attention. Mm-hmm. He was it, on Paradise, too. He was on Paradise, so he's got a lot of um, clout right now. And even during the season... When The Bachelor was airing, Demi was commenting on how cute he was. So he probably slid in those DMs. Yeah. Demi Lovato was also at the After the Final Rose taping. Yeah. And she's friends with Hannah. So Hannah Brown, there's, yeah. there's, a good, there's a good connection there. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's been talking to the press recently about his... The speculations of them dating. Because there's been speculations of them dating pretty much since his season of The Bachelorette finished airing. And into the Paradise season, there was, like, tons of speculation. And that's kind of... Now that he's, like, confirmed it, I feel like that's why he didn't get so much... Um, he didn't get a lot of airtime on Paradise. Yeah, now it makes more sense. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to read a few quotes from this article from E! News. He told the publication, he said, We've gone on more than one date. I like her tattoos. We both have a lot of tattoos, and she kisses really well, dot, dot, dot. I'm getting to know her for her. He also said, for one, I'm all about her too, and she definitely was the aggressor. I find it incredibly sexy. I love that. Like, if you want me, come at me. If I want you, I'm going to come at you, and I'm coming at her as well. So that is a lot to tell a magazine. To me, he literally sounds like a first grader. He's like, (laughs) we both have tattoos, and she has more tattoos than me, and she, and we kissed once, and actually twice. Like, he just sounds like a child to me, to be honest, and I feel like that... If I was Demi, I would be so turned off by that. Especially because Demi is a lot <clears throat> more, like, low-key. She doesn't really talk about her relationships. Honestly, what was her last relationship? Do you remember? No, because she's just been through, like, so much with, like, being in rehab and stuff. I feel like it was, like, before that. And remember, she, she was... who? What's his name? Came to visit her at the hospital? Oh, um, that's right. Wilmer. Guy, Wilmer, she yeah. She was Wilmer so for a long time. I think that was her last, like, real big thing. Yeah, um, and since then it's been either just like, if she's dating or it's been super low-key, whatever it's been. But this, I mean, it's kind of a lot now to be so public. And well, she's not being public. Contestant. He's being public. Yeah, he's being super public. I don't I don't really know how I feel about it, honestly. I love Mike, but this is But this also good. makes me feel like this solidifies also why he wasn't chosen for The Bachelor. Because it's like, okay, if he's talking like this about one girl, imagine if he was dating 25. Oh my gosh. After every like date, he'd puppy. be like, oh, she's great. And she has a cute smile. And I like her. And, you know, like she does, I don't know. It's just maybe he can't have like those deep conversations. Maybe all he can do is freaking compliment people and put on like a dopey smile. 
I can totally see it because I was I was so team Mike. I love Peter, who's our next bachelor, mm-hmm. but I loved Mike and I couldn't I could not understand why they wouldn't pick him, but this might make sense. It could be a personality thing. He could just be, you know, not a good conversationalist, not really great with the women, maybe not too smooth. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's why Peter got it. But, I mean, if it's anything of an example of what he's talking to Inus about, I mean, it's pretty... It's not a good look. No, it's not. And it didn't seem... Like, I doubt he got permission from her to talk about it. Because if he did, it would not be, like, what he said. And she's not talking about it at all. She's not posting anything. She's nothing in her story. She's very low-key. I think the Bachelor... The Bachelorette with Hannah this season that he was on just made him look so freaking good like just a gem but i think now that we're starting to see more of who he is he's kind of weird and like kind of awkward and i just don't see him and demi lasting very long if he continues to act like this yeah this is this is not how you operate in the celebrity world yeah you can't be this he just doesn't open understand like he's very new into this like celebrity world he's new and he's excited i mean he's dating demi lovato if i was dating demi lovato i would probably want to talk about it to everybody too. I would scream it from the rooftops. I know, but you also would respect her and be like, I'm yeah, gonna wait. That's true. You're way, way, way bigger than me and it's on you. Like, your um, image is really important. Probably a lot more important than his, unfortunately. Way more important. And not even, like, important, but also she's just more susceptible to, to like, the bad press from mm-hmm. her past, which is For so sure. sad. Yeah. But... I mean, that's honestly a risk that Mike is taking right now. Mm-hmm. And we're big Demi stands over here, if you can't tell. Um, we love Demi forever. We, yeah, we love her and support her. And if she's happy with Mike, then that's fantastic. But if she's annoyed, then like, bye Mike, sorry. I know, I'm, I don't know how this is going to go. We'll see. So our fourth and final story is a little royal news, and this is Prince Harry blasts British press for bullying Meghan Markle, says E! News. Prince Harry is taking a stand against the press in defense of his wife, Meghan Markle. The Duke of Sussex recently released a statement on Tuesday calling out the British tabloid press over their ruthless campaign against the Duchess of Sussex. It's also been confirmed that the royals are taking legal action over the publishing of a private letter written by Meghan. Quote, unfortunately, my wife has become one of the latest victims of a British tabloid press that wages campaigns against individuals with no thought of the consequences, a ruthless campaign that has escalated over the past year throughout her pregnancy and while raising our newborn son. Um, Though this action may not be the safe one, it is the right one because my deepest fear is repeating itself. I've seen what happens when someone I love is... is Commoditized? (laughs) New word for us, guys. Yeah, that was, a long, that was a long one. <laughs> what does that mean? Um, I think, so I've seen what happens to someone I love is commoditized to the point. I mean, maybe where someone is used. I don't know. Well, I don't know. That's what sorry, I'm going to go with. <laughs> to the point that they are no longer treated or seen as a real person. I lost my mother and now I watch my wife falling victim to the same powerful forces. This is so sad. This is really intense. Yeah, it's so sad. Because the tabloids have really done Megan dirty, like, since they have been dating and it's just completely unwarranted like there's nothing from her past that 
not, there's nothing that she's that, done. They just hate that she's not, like, from, like, dis- the descent. Like, she's from here. She was a freaking dealer, no deal model. Like, she's yeah. just, like, one of us. She's dating. an actress. She's she's half black. That's another thing. Half that's black. Huge... Her parents are divorced. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, I think it's definitely, like, they hate it. And I completely see where he's coming from. And the same thing happened to his mom. And that's so sad. Because she was also, like, very... Un, um, like unapologetically her and she was untraditional like, yeah. untraditional didn't really care didn't give a shit and look what happened to her like, it's so sad and so scary it's really sad that this is a step that needs to be taken mm-hmm. even like in so British by legal media, action what do you think that means I have no clue I mean some type of protection maybe like um, what is it called like a Restraining order? Yeah, restraining order. But against you. But against the entire paparazzi. (laughs) Against the world. Against the entire Um, UK. And aren't they moving to Africa? I think right now they're just doing a tour, aren't they? I'm not sure, but I heard that they're moving to Africa. I mean, that'd probably be better. Which is crazy. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure the queen and the whole royal family hates it. Yeah, I mean, she's just... Megan is just so untraditional and... She's, I mean, you know, how can you go into a royal family after being an individual and basically have to, like, give away all your freedoms? She's trying to find that, like, middle area where you can be a royal but still kind of be your own human person. And she's getting so much crap for it. And it's really nice to see that Prince Harry is kind of sticking up for her. Yeah, I could personally never be, like, a royal. That's friggin' no. Mm -mm. It's not worth it. I'm sorry. It's not fun. And... I hope this helps them because this is, yeah, this is really sad. And I'm sure his anxiety is through the roof after what happened to his mom. So imagine, imagine the same thing happening to his wife. It's just devastating. So let's hope that this resolves at least some of the issue because I've really never heard anything nice about Meghan Markle. Not I just once. heard that she was like a bitch, which could be true. Like she might totally could be a bitch, but, um, just like terrible things that are so unnecessary and they just need to keep their life private and they're not able to yeah so it's really sad hopefully this reference to his mom and how she died is going to be a kind of wake-up call to the media and be like we can't do this again (laughs) i doubt it you know they're so ruthless like they all all they want is their money yeah so it might if anything it's going to make them want more freaking stories now that they're going to be harder to get to um True. But maybe with a legal action, then that will do something. So we're wishing them the best. And any new news that comes out with like what exactly he's doing, we'll be sure to let you guys know. Yeah, we'll keep you guys updated. You guys, okay, so breaking news. We thought we were done with our celebrity gossip, but while sitting on our phone for a second and scrolling, we saw some crazy shit, right? Yeah, so we saw E! News posted, and it's not even just E! News. No, it's page six. Well, I saw also oh, E! News. Okay. So E! News and a bunch of other places posted that Kylie and Travis are taking a break. Yeah, that's insane. So we don't, I mean, this literally just dropped, so we have no idea we how accurate. We have zero information. Or like... But we just felt like we needed to share this right away, and we cannot wait until the next week. Obviously, we'll have hopefully more informa- information next week, but, like, holy crap. I feel like it, there has to be some truth to it with E! News posting, because yeah. they're basically and owned six, by they're Chris. Very, yeah, so true. <laughs> this could be Chris literally giving This is the literally Chris Jenner um, typing into Instagram. Yeah, so that's crazy. I mean... 
I I, I hope it's not serious though because in the caption they say it's temporary that they've been fighting recently and right now they're just taking a break and you know that happens with couples i'm sure yeah, it's harder with the kids a thousand with having a kid and being in the public eye the way they are so i'm sure they're fine like maybe it's just a break i don't know he can't be cut off he's screwed if he gets cut off oh my gosh <laughs> he's like yeah like remember with Tyga, he like went bankrupt after he started. His it's the curse. <laughs> it's the curse. He's got to stay with her just to avoid that curse. Um, okay, yeah, no. So we will definitely keep you guys in the know for this. Yeah, check and our Instagram because yeah. that's probably going to be a focus. Yeah, because, I mean the Kardashians. You, we will keep you posted uh, throughout the week. Hopefully, we hear a little bit more. They're so private though, so you never know. But. Gosh, okay. Well, we're hoping for them. Like, pull through, guys, because that we need that, like, that they're the cutest family, and we also need another baby. Like, we need another baby, and we just need them to to be together because they're so cute. They're like the second um, Kenye, but cuter. (laughs) Really? (laughs) In my opinion. I mean, just because of the whole thing with Kanye right now. Yeah, you're right. He's annoying. But they're all annoying. I mean, they're all annoying. They're all annoying, but Kylie and Travis aren't. Yeah, and I think Travis is more attractive than um, Kanye. I agree. Especially right now. I mean, it's hard because there's like a 20 year difference but that's true Kanye yeah. is not but Kim's prettier right than Kylie I think yeah in different ways yeah yeah I mean they're all beautiful but okay well we're pulling through and we will just keep you guys updated we just had to share it we're like freaking out <laughs> <laughs> Now that you've heard all the celebrity drama to get you through the week, it's time for our last segment of today's episode. This is one that we kind of came up with that we truly think is pretty fantastic and it's going to be fun. We're going to call it Asshole of the Week. This is where we will vent about someone, celebrity or not, that we feel acted like a complete asshole at some point this past week. I love this. I mean, this is such a good way for us to just vent about assholes and also entertain you all at the same time, right? So, I mean, Erica... It's all you, girl. Okay, guys. So I feel like this one's going to be a little relatable. Um, I went to Starbucks a few days ago. Inside? Yeah, I went inside. (laughs) Sometimes I actually go inside. And I wanted a soy vanilla latte, my favorite drink. And I always get it soy milk because I cannot have real milk Mm -hmm. or else it will be a very disgusting scene. (laughs) And I have to tell them sometimes, please, soy milk, it's an allergy. I tell them it's actually an allergy. Yeah, and you'd feel like they'd be used to it by now. You would think so, but unfortunately, no. So this time, I didn't say it was an allergy because I was like, you know, they're used to it. I asked for soy. They're going to give me soy. I watched the person write it on the cup uh-huh. as soy, and I'm like, all right, we're all good. I get my drink, and I can taste right away that this is not soy milk. I can tell it's just so yeah. heavy and creamy and disgusting. I haven't had real milk in so long but I can tell right away yeah that something's wrong so I go to the barista and this has happened to me before where I've had to say I'm sorry my drink is wrong but this has not happened before so I go up to the guy I will withhold his name and location and I call him Craig (laughs) (laughs) so I go up to the barista and I tell him I'm so sorry I don't know why I'm apologizing but I apologize I say I'm so sorry but this is not soy milk and I need soy milk And he was like, no, it's soy milk. And I'm like, no, I can tell. I'm sorry. It's not. And he was like, oh, I'm sorry. It's fine, though. We're really busy. And I was like, that is not my problem. Yeah, what? (laughs) And normally, like, I'm a 
I used to work in food service. I know yeah, how people are. Uh-huh. I will if you give me the wrong order, I'll eat it. Yeah. But if it's gonna cause and, like you to be sick, actually sick, and it's the beginning of my day, I'm not gonna spend my whole day in the bathroom. Yeah. I'm sorry. No. So this is an actual issue. So I cannot believe that he told me we're busy. It wasn't. I'm sorry, but it was not that busy for a Starbucks. They were baristas are never happy when you tell them that you have the no. wrong thing. Like, no. So what did you say? So I I kind of like took a beat because he ignored me and continued on making his drinks. And I was shocked, kind of standing there with this look on my face like, yeah. wait, what? Uh-huh. And I tell him, I'm sorry, sir, but this is an allergy. I will get sick if I drink this. Mm-hmm. Making it sound a bit more serious yeah. than it is. I will die on the floor. <laughs> I am dying <laughs> at this moment. <laughs> and he finally looks over at me and he rolls his eyes. And he said, okay, fine, but you're going to have to wait until the other drinks are done. And I was like, are you serious? Let me get behind the counter. Yeah. <laughs> like, I will make it. It's a damn vanilla latte. Like, it's not hard. It is hard. not that hard. And I've, like I've said, I've had this happen with other baristas. Even, like, you know, minor issues. Minor. I've asked for no ice and they give me ice and I tell them, I'm sorry, I don't want, just pour the ice out, you know? Yeah. I minor literally get, things. like, a matcha and they won't stir it. And it's, wow, we're so, like, these are such first world But, like, literally, I, no, I will get a matcha and they won't stir it. Like, have, do you get matcha ever? No, I okay. don't like matcha. Okay, but do you know what it looks like? How it's all powdery, right? Yeah. And if they don't stir it, it's literally disgusting and it's just powder on the bottom. And I'll be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, um, it's not, like, stirred. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, uh, like, you have a straw? Stir and I'm it like, yourself. But I'm not getting paid for this. Like, it's I'm service. trying to. It's service. Like, stir my damn drink. <laughs> Oh my god! So how long did you have to wait? I probably like five minutes, That's which ridiculous. you know, like I, I, I didn't complain again because I was sweating and, and you don't want him to spend your drink. And I was probably crying, and <laughs> <laughs> I felt so bad. But at the same time, I was, I no, was, do not feel. Bad. I was almost so mad where I wanted to cry. Oh yeah, because I couldn't believe this injustice that was being done to me. <laughs> yeah, totally. But anyways, I waited five minutes. He kind of just sat my, put my drink down on the counter, and didn't. Staying, I was standing right there, so it's not like I needed to be called, mm-hmm. but he didn't say anything. You're like, here you go. Sorry about that. Nothing at all. I have never encountered a more asshole of a Starbucks barista because they're all super nice normally. Most of the time. Except for this guy. So, so he was genuinely an asshole. He was genuinely an asshole who was out to get my asshole for giving me real milk. <laughs> and that is my asshole of the week story. That's a good one. I like that's... how I tied it up there at the end. Yeah. With asshole the asshole hurting my asshole. My um... asshole is very important to me. <laughs> um... Don't mess with it. So anyways, that's, that's me. That's, that's really good. It's just, it was a tough one. But Sage, tell me, what, who is your asshole well, of the week? I figured um, since you were, you told me that you were going to be doing like a real life, not real life, but like it a was real life physical <laughs> encounter like for you this happened in my real life yeah not in your dreams no but like <laughs> this was something that happened to you personally I yeah. figured I would do like a celebrity one okay because I think there's so many asshole celebrities and this wasn't didn't actually happen this week but it will you'll I know you'll have some like things to say on this one but All I don't right. know I'm ready. if any of y'all watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians it is something that we watch every single week obviously religiously and there is a friend of Kim and his name is Food God Oh, food what, what, God. what is his actual Jonathan right? Jonathan yeah, Siobhan so Jonathan Siobhan 
And he has been Kim's friend for like 30 years, for, like forever, decades. forever. Yeah, decades. And so he's always is making appearances on the show. And two weeks, like not this last week, but the weekend before, there was an episode all about Kim's security at her house and how she's really cracking down on just her safety with yeah, all the that kids, everything episode. that's been going on in Paris and everything like that. And supposedly the security is really, really strict and they even have to like take the sisters and Chris's ID and sign like NDAs like it's super crazy and there was a clip of food god um trying to get through security and literally yelling being an asshole to the security guards to everyone like yelling like you don't know who I am I go here all the time blah 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 and he was just like am I right like so gross so gross such an asshole I mean I can understand you know sure an inconvenience but this is about your best friend's safety after what happened to her in Paris you don't think that you'd be a little bit sympathetic to her anxiety yeah and he didn't even like what did he say he said something like um, he's like, I don't know how to use iPads or iPhones or any, cause you have to sign like the ND on the iPad. He's like, I don't even know how to use that. I don't do that. I have people for that. Like you have people to like use Ew. your iPad, your iPhone. Like what? That doesn't even make sense. Like, I'm sorry, but you're a nobody. God. Like, like, I'm sorry, but you're, you just, you can't your, friend, sign your, your name? job is you're friends with Kim and you eat disgusting food. Literally. Like, that's how you got your money is because of Kim Kardashian. And if you're going to complain about her security, that's yeah. keeping her alive. Like, you're you're going to lose your paycheck. You're the Jordan Woods of the Kardashians. Like you are famous for being a friend and not it's a good friend. Not a good friend. And you know what? You want to be a Jordan 2.0? Uh, keep this up. <laughs> Fingers crossed. I would love um, to see him out of this show. Yeah, he's I so annoying. There was a couple him. times where I was like, oh, he's funny. But he just seems to like progressively get worse and worse and more of an asshole. And I just thought he was a really good uh, asshole of the week. He's a perfect asshole. <laughs> he's a great <laughs> asshole. Um, so, Food God, let get your shit together, man, because you need to look out for the safety of your friend and not about the convenience of you and your damn finger signing an iPad. Exactly. If it takes you five seconds, like it's going to be okay. (laughs) So yeah, that is my asshole of the week. I hope you guys enjoyed that segment. I think that was really fun. It was nice to rant. It was really nice to rant. We needed that. Next week we'll have a few more. So (laughs) just, you know, stay tuned everybody. All right, you guys, that's all we got for our very first episode of Balanced Broads. We really hope you enjoyed this one and we cannot be more excited for what's to come for us and for the podcast. Please make sure to follow along on our brand Instagram at Balanced Broads Pod and also our personal Instagrams. Mine is at Sage S A A G E and Erica is at underscore Kaolani underscore K A U L A N I. Also, please make sure to subscribe so you can make sure to be the first to tune in every Thursday when we get on here. So far, we're available on Spotify and Stitcher, but by next week, you'll be able to hear us on any platform that you can listen to podcasts. See you next week, Broads. Bye.